0: Welcome along, guys, to the Green Man podcast. The mountains are so close, we can almost taste them. But before we get there, here's just a snapshot of what's in store from some old friends and familiar faces in our lands. Hello
1: there. It's Pictish Trail here. My real name is Johnny, but you can call me Pictish Trail. Uh, I realise that's not easier. Uh, I'm speaking to you from my shed on the Isle of Egg. And it's quite a drizzly, drich day here. I don't know if you can hear the rain. In my head, I'm running around a field somewhere in Banai as part of Green Man Festival. In my head, I'm pretty much mostly at Green Man Festival. I'm so excited about returning this summer. It's my favourite place to be. It's my favourite time of year. And it's just the best festival. You might have heard the myth, the legend, that Pictish Trail has performed at every single Green Man Festival since it started. And it's true. Uh, I was at the very first one in 2003, performing as part of the Fence Collective that year. And in some way, shape or form, I've performed at every single Green Man Festival since. In various bands, as Pictish Trail, as Silver Columns. And this year, I'm returning again, um, performing as part of a new collective band called Lost Map Presents Weird Wave. And really excited about that. It's quite a mad story because uh, Lost Map, this label that I run, um, it started at Green Man Festival. We launched our label with a showcase at Green Man Festival 10 years ago in the cinema tent. It was on the 16th of August, 2013. And it was an amazing weekend. We had like a showcase of all the different acts who were on the label at the time. Rosie Plain, Seamus Fogarty was playing, Eagle Owl, Randolph Sleep, Kid Canaveral. Picked his trail and Monogonon and now ten years later, we're returning, and yeah, we formed this collective band. It's a mad story actually, because last year at Green Man Festival, I was telling Ben, uh, the organizer of Green Man, one of the organizers, he was, I was telling him about um, our plans for Lost Map's tenth anniversary, and about this collective band, and he was like, "Oh yeah, well you should come back and do do a set at Green Man." And so we had our first booking before we'd even recorded a note of music. I assembled this band, there's eight players from across the collective and we, I brought them all over to Egg and we all stayed in this hostel on Egg back in early March 2023 and we recorded an album. We wrote and recorded music that whole week and we've made an album and it's called Lost Map Presents Weird Wave. And yeah, we're going to be performing it in full at Green Man Festival. And it's exciting because we knew we were going to be playing Green Man. And so that that excitement totally fueled the whole recording session. Um, and yeah, so looking forward to performing it, it all for you on the Thursday nights in the Far Out Tent. It's going to be great. And yeah, there's so much other stuff this year that I'm really looking forward to. A lot of other Lost Map Pals who are playing actually. Rosie Plain is returning with... Her band Alabaster de Plume is performing as well. And on the Saturday night, um, a late addition to the lineup, of Free Love, are going to be performing in the Walled Garden. And yeah, you should come along to that show and catch Free Love. Um, not only to catch them, but also just to make sure that I'm doing okay. Um, because I think I'll be in a very happy place at that point. And yeah, I might need a glass of water. Anyway, I've spoken for a bit too. <laughs> Spoken a bit too much, possibly. Um, But yeah, I cannot contain my excitement about Green Man. Very excited to be returning to the best place, the best festival in the entire world.
2: Hi, I'm Niharibi Ra. I am an artist and musician from London, and I was the Green Man Rising competition winner in 2021. Playing the mountain stage was honestly, like one of, definitely one of my biggest highlights of, of my career this far um it was very moving I really love Green Man it's one of my favorite festivals and it's a place that means a lot to me um and I'd never ever played it before I've been in bands in the past but I've never played Green Man and so the first time to play it on my own and open the mountain stage was really one of the best moments of my life <laughs> I had a little cry before I <laughs> went on stage um, a really happy one um and then yeah then it was great I screamed at a lot of people at midday and woke them up and like called them called them in it was good it was a good good start I think it was a good start to the mountain stage <laughs> <that year. laughs> it was a lively one um so this year i was um i was asked to be uh, one of the judges on the rising panel which was a really big honour and again a really nice surprise it actually meant quite a lot to me to do it and because i've been on the other side of it i took it i took it quite seriously <laughs> and watched everyone really really closely and like tried to be as objective as possible but yeah it was it wasn't easy everyone was really great um, but yeah it felt like a real privilege to be on that side on that side of it this year this year's winner is um, Eve Appleton band who are absolutely incredible they, they they gave me a really grounding feeling a really experimental and grounding feeling that I personally really love and I find quite different from the music that normally that normally grabs me but they grabbed me for 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 being I think more experimental in their folk music approach than than most other bands I would say that that kind of operate in the folk territory, so I'm really really excited to see them. I'm super excited to see them live. I think that they're already really interesting and great, and i can I can kind of feel them getting even more and more so as time goes on. so yeah, I'm excited to see them and to keep watching them. Eve Ableton Band are gonna be opening the Mountain Stage on Friday. There is actually a hell of a lot of people that that are amazing that are playing this year. Great lineup. (laughs) Oh my God, Goat are playing, of course. This year, the lineup is absolutely incredible, actually, at Green Man. There is loads of people that I will do my best to see and I would definitely recommend for others to see. so where do we go from? There is like Amal and the Sniffers, Goat, Goat are like one of the best live bands, I think. I think they're incredible. Um, The Comet is Coming, who... I don't know how many there is left of their shows to come, so definitely catch those guys because they put on an incredible show. Warm Doucher, always amazing. They might have a surprise guest as well. Jockstrap, who I absolutely love. Gillaband PVA... Um, Ziad Al-Saman who will be on a rising stage and Joyria who will be on a rising stage um, Alabaster de Plume his shows are absolutely magical and yeah I feel like they're kind of like the opposite of my gigs in some ways but the same he's, he's, he's really great Anna B Savage I've never seen before and I'm so excited to see her live um, I really love her music so I'm really excited to see her Come see me at the Walled Garden on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nuharibi Ra and I will be playing the Walled Garden on Sunday afternoon. And I hope to see you
3: there. Bye. Hi, my name's Essie Sears. I'm a stand-up comedian, and I'll be performing at this year's festival at the Babbling Tongues Tent on the Saturday night. Am I looking forward to Green Man? Absolutely. Am I looking forward to performing at Green Man? Absolutely not. Then why do I do it? It's because I'm never organised enough to sort tickets out to attend the festival as a punter. So then when they ask, do you want to perform and we'll give you space to camp and all the biscuits you can stuff in your pretty little face, I obviously say yes, of course I can waffle on for 20 minutes in a massive big tent if that's what it takes. This year, once I'm done with my half-assed set, I'm definitely heading to the Synodrome, which has a lot on Um, too much, if you ask me. It's making it impossible to choose. But as a starter for 10, Green Man is celebrating 50 years of foundational British folk masterpiece The Wicker Man this year, with a screening of the new anniversary cut and restoration, plus live music from the film and a discussion of its legacy with Justin Hardy, the son of the film's late director, Robin Hardy. I've never seen it, but it's that one about the guy who makes all the garden centre furniture, right? Not to be missed. Then we've got Welsh director Sally L. Hossaini in Conversation Masterclass about her career and movies, including celebrated drama The Swimmers, all about a teenage Syrian refugee, Yusara Mardini, and her sister Sarah Mardini, who swam alongside a sinking dinghy of refugees to lighten it and eventually help 18 refugees to reach safety across the Aegean Sea. And my final recommendation for the Synodrome. Legendary art house giant Three Colours trilogy of blue, white and red starring Juliette Binoche, Julie Delpy and Irene Jacob playing across three nights all in stunning 4K restoration. Uh, Interesting fact about the Three Colours trilogy. In the noughties, I used to hover by the foreign film section in HMV uh, hoping to reach for the red film the same time as A Handsome Man, Eyes locked hands touching then we'd live happily ever after <laughs> uh, it, it never happened and staff just thought i was loitering unnecessarily also the talking shop lineup this year is ram packed um there's everything from florence Schechter, the director of the vagina museum to emma warren's extraordinary history of dance music sadhanam sangera on the british empire and martin parr on the art of photographing wales and i suppose i should probably give you some comedy recommendations uh the sketch group tarot is my absolute favorite they're making the journey down from their run at the edinburgh fringe especially to perform dylan moran is one of the headliners i have loved him since black books and will remain calm composed and completely chilled around him promise and then there's erica ella colin holt alex keely amy mason and another brilliant sketch group, Sheeps. Um, actually, that's that's one sketch group too many. Sorry, that's the rule in comedy: only one sketch group mentioned per lineup. Otherwise, they start taking liberties and taking over. Um, and when they start taking over, they're like gangs, just with worse props. Anyway, have a wonderful festival. Don't come see me.
4: Hello, good evening. Hello, Nossoitha. Green man. Adeen Gwirth. Adeen um Griff Adoui. I'm Griff, and I'm joined with. Rahodri. Rahodri, and we are members of um, the band Melon Melon. And you can hear Winnie the dog, currently eaten out of a crisp packet. We are sat on Cowbridge Road in Cardiff. And Rod, am I right in saying that all night you've been discussing how excited we are to not just play, but just to, to uh Ramble. To, to ramble.
5: So excited to wander around the Green Man Festival. The Green Man Festival. That little hill that leads from the far out stage down to the toilet, just above the main stage. Oh, it's a dangerous slippy slope. I can't wait to slide down. Oh, brilliant. Are you your bring me a surfboard? Bring me a surfboard. Bring him a mini skateboard.
4: Paddleboard? Paddleboard, all the boards. Whiteboard? Nah. Okay. So um, we're, we're, we're really thrilled to be asked to play again this year. We're playing on, on the mountain stage. Um, obviously, there's an admin error there, but we'll take it. Um, and, yeah, we, we started off playing uh, two years ago, three years ago, was it? On the rising
5: stage, Rod? Yeah. Eons ago, on the rising stage, uh,
4: the dawn the dawn of our career. The dawn of our career? It was, it was post-Covid, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember being really desperate that it would happen, and it. unfortunately for many people, it did. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember that gig as well
5: being... It was the most fun gig I've ever done. Does that mean you've
4: had a miserable time ever since, or...? <laughs> It was the most fun gig I've done up until that point. Oh, maybe nice! Maybe I okay, say that. okay. Um, It was raucous, wasn't it? I remember that. It. <laughs> I remember looking at the weather forecast, and it said um, kind of seventy percent rain all day, and then for for twelve o'clock, when our set was, it was one hundred percent rain. <laughs> until 1 o'clock when I set finished and then it was back down to 30. Yeah. But actually we had lovely weather and a lovely crowd and it was a lovely time, wasn't it, Rod? It was 100% lovely. It was 100% lovely. Yeah. BBC Weather forgot to forecast that. Yes. And then we... Um, yeah, that was an amazing experience. And then we played the Walled Garden last year and we spent all of our budget on a, on a flyby, didn't mm-hmm.
5: we?
4: mm yeah. Um, which cost a fortune and um my mum called me during the gigs do you remember asking me to oh, encourage yeah. people to it was embarrassing it was really embarrassing keeps, keeps I hope doing that, doesn't, that doesn't yeah. I hope that doesn't happen again this year yeah. um and it was amazing that the the weather was delightful and there was a queue to get in It was a queue to, the to garden. get in and no one no one figured out that we mimed the whole thing No, we were very lucky good lip syncing yeah. sponsored uh, by iPod iPod <laughs> 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 so, uh, so yeah, we're really, really, really excited to return uh, this year in a couple of
5: weeks, isn't it, Rods? Yeah, a couple of weeks. I'm um, preparing my Wellington boots and my Gore-Tex coats as we
4: speak. I thought you were talking about your costume for our set. Oh, no, 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 no. How no, would no. you describe what we have in store for our set this year, Rods? Ooh, <sighs> well,
5: Dale Winton springs to mind... He won't be there, unfortunately,
4: but. Hello. Hi, oh, yeah, all right. Um, are, you, are you going to Green Man Festival this year, by any chance? Hello, Roger, no. you're in no. you're oh, in oh, hello. You've been singing tonight? You had a big talk
5: with you last summer, so. Oh, I've never... got many Win we... the rain. Apologies for the brief pause. If you're from Cardiff, you will be well aware of a recent study claiming that it's nearly 100% impossible for residents of the capital to be in one place for more than five minutes without bumping into someone they know. That's not just my opinion, that's science. As you can hear, while sitting on a bus stop, uh, time had come for a brief catch-up with the neighbors. Right, back to
4: Green Man, over to you, Griff.
5: (laughs) Bye, bye. See you again. Bye. Ta-da.
4: What about attending Green Man this year? Should we go through the lineup really quickly and give a yeah. quick review of bands that we're excited to see when they jump out at us as we skim through the lineup? Cal Kip Olug. Kip Olug are a lineup. <clears throat> Kip Olug, which loosely translates as a glance. A glance, yeah.
5: <laughs>
4: Not aghast,
5: a glance. A glance. I was aghast as I looked. A
4: glance. No, was it? A- <laughs> The lineup,
5: Ron.
4: So, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Bevo. I've heard they're really excited to be on the same lineup as us. Um, I, I've heard them in a few Wes Anderson films and I'm very, very excited to see them. Mm. The and Comet is coming. The Comet is coming. Whenever I see him playing the sax, it makes me want to quit mm. because he's that good and his muscles put us all to shame.
5: Yeah.
4: Um, speak for yourself, but yeah. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, Bug Club. Amazing band. Good friends, incredible guitarist. There's a rumour go around from Dylan and our band. Did you know that the guitarist from Bug Club, he does Doesn't not use, use any, any effects pedals. pedals Yeah. on his guitar. Don't, don't tell anyone, though, but he's that good. Sister Wives, fantastic band, but even better dancers on a night out. We've had, we had a few little boogies with them on a dance floor, haven't we? A very, very nice boogie. There we go. Uh, Rogue Jones, oh. energetic, fantastic, passionate performances. Lovely. The gentle, good, passionate, but not energetic, I would say. No. But beautiful and heart wrenching, and what a, what a finger picker. Exactly, yeah. I mean, Talentog much. Talentog much, and Mitchlovsky um, Ponted is one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life, and I dare any of you to go and watch him play without shedding a tear. Impossible dare you. Uh, we've got, um, you were saying The Walkman. You were looking forward to The Walkman. Yeah,
5: The Walkman. There's a particular song called I think it's called The Rat that came out when I was in, you know, Tagai, GCSE, which brought me through a lot of angst and, oh, it's bloody great. It's a,
4: it's a real bumper. Are you still angry now, Rod? Yeah, God. Good. Um, so we've got Squid. Look forward to seeing them. We've got Warm Dusher They're, they're I saw their set at Glastonbury on the telly. On the telly. Um, where and it was I can uh, Where it was warm and dry and I can't wait to see them. The Orioles, yeah, they're great, but they're clashing with us, so oh, don't yes. bother. Um we've got Rosie Plain. Rosie Plain. Sorry, Rosie Plain. Um I love her last album, it's amazing and I'm really looking forward to go and see her. Buck Meek Rod. Buck
5: Meek, love Buck Meek, fantastic guitarist, really good solo artist. Yeah, I saw Buck Meek in a small ranch in Austin, Texas on the last Sunday of South by Southwest a few years ago where he was wearing a gigantic puffer coat. Gosh. I know, it was unusual. And then also playing a very, very small guitar. It it looked like he'd been blown up bigger than he'd like to have been. And he was singing a a very uh, lovely quaint folk song in the sort of style of Bob Dylan about a mechanic and it stuck with me.
4: Well, funny you say Bob Dylan, Rod. Because I can see that Bob Dylan is playing on Saturday night at Green Man. Get out of town. Yeah. Um unfortunately, um I hope Green Man don't mind me pointing it out, but it's been typed wrong. It says Bob a Villain. That that is embarrassing. Um, but I've never seen Bob Dylan and I'm a massive fan. Well, who, what's your favourite Bob Dylan album? My favourite Bob Dylan album is Blood on the Vrax. Blood on the Vrax. I would say mine is Vlonde on Blonde. Blonde on Blonde. Goat, amazing band, absolutely fantastic. I saw them many years ago, Green Man, and incredible costumes. They will put all of us to shame. Mm. Quite similar to the Jolly Baskets <laughs> costumes, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ethan francis absolutely love her first album. I put on in the cafe I worked in um, over and over again. We've got um, Alabaster de Plume, the sax player, looking forward to seeing that. H. Hawkline, absolutely love his latest album, oh, Rods, heartbreaking, heartbreaking, beautiful. beautiful, stunning. Really looking forward to that. Big uh,
5: shout out to Spencer Cullum as well, who's playing on the Saturday on the World Garden. Spencer Cullum, um,
4: and then my I spike, like um, and then we've got Dee Dee Darillo. Rods, Da, Darillo, uh, amazing band, amazing man, amazing wizard. The uh, amazing Dylan wizard. from Dylan from Dee Dee Darillo plays. In our band, Melon Melon. It's a shame there wasn't another D though, I there. I know, what could it have been?
2: <laughs> D D-D-D-D- Derillo.
4: Plays the D chords. Plays the keyboard. The <laughs> keyboard. Uh, amazing band. Go and see them. They're on on Sunday. He really is a wizard. Um, and um. Enjoy well, the nut- v- festival mainly.
5: Remember to drink plenty of water. Have some... Belvita biscuits in your pockets. I will be Rod, What's the fav? What's the best meal you've had, a green man? Oh well, the paella at the top of the. Oh God, you're right there. It's pretty good, but if I'm being honest, I've often made ham sandwiches with of vinegar crisps in the tent. Oh, oh! I think I think the, the catering just heard us there. Doesn't agree with that. But oh. just, just be prepared. That's all
4: I'm saying. Bring yeah. your ham baps.
5: Yeah, bring your ham baps and a fiver. Um, see, see what
4: happens And see what happens And what happens, uh, uh. yeah we're really looking forward to playing And uh, I would encourage you to Buy a hat Buy a hat um, And wear yellow for our set yeah. um, But we're very excited about it um, And uh, yeah and a few surprises I think
5: yeah. A few
4: surprises um, So yeah Very excited to see you Out in the fields of the Dean Gwerth Goel the The Green Man Festival. See you. See you later. Um, Hopefully we'll get more chats whilst we're there. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry for everything. Bye.
6: Hello, I'm Pete Perfides. Yeah, and amusingly, I'm Kathleen Moran, and I'm married to
0: Pete Perfides. (laughs) It's very convenient, though, isn't it, for the purposes of this podcast, because, you know, arranging to be together at the same time hasn't been a nightmare. No, no, no. Our people didn't contact
6: each other. You just came into the kitchen and went, <laughs> we, we should do this now. And I went, give me five minutes. I'm at a really satisfying part of loading the dishwasher. Yeah. I've, I've really jengered it. It's just, it's Tetris-like. It's
0: absolutely packed. It's perfect. We don't have many people. There's just the dog, really, anyway. Yes. Um, but um, anyway, we are... As per usual, ever since 2004, in fact, when we went, it wasn't exactly the very first Green Man, because I think the very first Green Man. It was just was, one person saying the word Green Man, wasn't it, I think? It was just some people in very tasteful knitwear bumping together into a field and, uh, you know, uh, preparing a uh, a sizable bifter and then... And banging on a harmonica and an accordion for a while. So we went to the second one which was far more corporate, the, the Manhattan to the uh, the first one which was
6: we got there and because we're London media wankers uh, uh, we're asking people where the guest list uh, was and we were gestured towards a woman who was sitting on a chair underneath a tree and we went hello we're from London, Are we We should be on the guest list and she just pointed to a further field and went okay fine in you go and uh, it was a very beautiful place it was in Baskerville Hall wasn't it which was mm. the for Arthur Conan Doyle's uh, Hand of the Baskervilles. Uh, extraordinary beautiful. It felt like the show, basically everyone in there looked like they were from *Bell and Sebastian. This was 2004. Yeah. Everyone, like all the boys uh, looked, looked fragile of body, yet strong of mind. And they all had satchels in which they had an apple and a tattered penguin classic. And, and they really needed bands, those apples yeah.
0: and penguins because by, by Sunday, I think the actual food at the concessions had run out.
6: Yes, this it was still very much at the, hey, it's a happening stage rather than the, wow, people are going to need to eat minimum three times a day. Yeah. So as far as I remember, there was just one cauldron of lentil soup um, and that ran out by about half eleven. And there was also, because we'd, we'd brought our, our first child with us, and I think I was pregnant with our second, or maybe I'd had it in my know, you no, you we'd I, had her. <laughs> oh, i got, okay. I mean, it's all a bit of a blur. The, the drugs were very strong. Um, and uh, yeah, someone that disrupted a wasp nest in a tree. And uh, and for a while, one of the uh, biggest acts at that festival was people being chased by wasps. And then a, a hippie lady came up to me and told me the secret of what to happen when you've been stung by a wasp, because um, I had been stung by a wasp. Oh, yeah. And it's that you find a two-penny coin, and you lick it and put it on the stick. And apparently there's some kind of zinc oxoid uh, reaction that makes it better I don't know if it worked or not Because by that point I'd had two pints of cider But all I remember is me telling other people And at one point looking around and seeing up to 50 people Holding loose change to their arms going I think it's working
0: That was the year that, I mean, Does it I mean, it sounds like it could conceivably be a lyric Off the first Joanna Newsome album Which was quite timely because she played uh, that year and um, she played her her beautiful, epic song from her wonderful album, ESA. She played Emily for the first time, I think, which was quite a thing to sort of behold um, sort of on a Sunday evening. Incredible string band played that first one as well. And then that kind of set the tone, really, for ensuing years. You had sort of um, a few years later, uh, Pentangle, uh, turned up and did. Yeah, we
6: made a mistake with Pentangle, didn't we? Because we, we, one of the reasons we loved The Green Man, other than that the music was right up our street, is that um, it's the most child friendly, as as anybody who's gone mm. uh, will know, the most child friendly festival in the world. So we'd taken both of the children that year. They were still small enough to be both in buggies. And we were very much looking forward to Pentangle. You're a huge Pentangle fan. Yeah. And uh, But unfortunately, we didn't realize when they started to play that the previous three years of us using Pentangle as their time to go to sleep music, as their love lullaby oh, yeah, soundtrack, yeah, yeah. meant that the minute that Pentangle started, they're both conked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we had to leave uh, halfway but through the set.
4: <laughs> that's the
0: thing you can kind of... It's... I'm a big fan, as I know you are, of, of going to the same, you know, f- figure out what festivals you like and go to the same one every year, if possible, with your family, because they're a kind of re- really good kind of marker of the passing of time. And that only that occurs to me now as we th- talk about like the, any- the soporific aspects of Pentangle. And then I fast forward to uh, two or three years ago when um, our oldest daughter, Dora, just. Um, Actually, it must have been well, last time. I know Slowdiver playing this year. She'll be very happy about that uh, because last time it was past her bedtime, and um, and we were knackered, and we kind of all had to kind of go off. Well, in terms of it being an experiential
6: version of the bit on the wall where you mark off your children's height and growth every year, which is how we've used mm-hmm. it for, for our kids, uh, the fact that the first time we took them there, they were both in buggies, and then about four years ago, we stood and watched in horror as they both took part of the stage invasion to Bell and Sebastian. The
0: Bell and Sebastian stage invasion. Bell and Sebastian the, the, stage invasion. Uh, the Green Man's very own semi-Altamont, but without the um, terrible fatalities. <laughs>
6: <laughs> it was all like Maltamont, like people had had a lovely malted drink, and then and they then they mounted the stage It was beautiful Of all the bands To bring the rock and roll chaos To uh, to Green Man uh, Bell and Sebastian Actually it felt very fitting But that was
0: It was quite weird If you remember though Because we sort of That was the day You know As often siblings Do in their teens They really weren't seeing eye to eye And they spent the whole day fighting And you know the last we knew the last we saw of them where they were having a massive argument just as Bell and Sebastian were preparing to come on and then we lost them and we thought they'd kind of just gone off and killed each other or something and next thing we knew we sort of looked up on the big screen during the, the Boy with the Arab strap stage invasion and, and there they were just dancing on stage next to the band
6: Pogoing together and they, they had a considerable advantage because again Bell and Sebastian fans like kind of not strong of upper body strength so they were they were one of the few that could haul themselves onto the stage you know, yeah. with, with, with ease yeah it was That's a beautiful true. thing to see the gentle people riding gently. Was
0: uh... yeah, and then you know. So and then so it's a very different scenario to kind of how it was before. You know, just see, seeing them just completely get get absolutely blasted, watching a sort of Forte's light show or whatever it happens to be that year. But. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's the gift that keeps on giving.
6: So yeah, so if you've if you've if you've never been before and you've got small children, I can tell you now that you are gonna have the easiest time you've ever had at a festival. And whenever we used to go, you were usually working, so I'd be sort of
0: parenting solo or as
6: it's called, mothering.
0: Or and, yeah, just trying to just kind of like blasting them with bubbles from the bubble stall.
6: Exactly. So you've got the bubble stall, they um they would race sticks down the little river into the lake. Um the kids field is extraordinary and there's um. just always stuff going on there. They were making newspapers and going on parades. And then yeah. there was a point around about the age of five or six where we realised that because Green Man is so safe and secure and only the gentle people are there that in the morning about ten o'clock you could sit under a tree, maybe drinking your first parental pint of cider to take away the existential pain. Mm-hmm. And when they said I'm hungry, you could just hand him a tenner and go go help yourself and they could just wander around and get their own which I can't imagine doing it I mean I love Glastonbury to bits mm. but I'd never send a seven year off to go and get some pasta on its own whereas at Green Man it feels
0: perfectly safe what are you looking out for this year what do you think you're going to sort of what do you fancy
6: yeah well in terms of events I'm looking forward to the what seems to be the annual man who skydives off the mountain and lands in the middle of the field and everyone's like fair enough if you skydive off the mountain oh yeah that, that was
0: uh, King Creosote was, that was the first time there was a <laughs> There was suddenly there, there was of little kind of sort of brightly colored people dang- dangling overhead and then one of them landed right in the right in front of the, the um the, the, ma- the mountain Pir- stage. Yeah, maybe, no, yeah. the pyramid stage the other <laughs> Sorry,
6: mountain pyramid. They're both equally epic to me. Uh, um, no, that seems to have become semi-regular. Um, my tip to anyone is get to the Go and Fish Curry stall on Friday because everyone gets there by Sunday. But in terms of the bands I'm looking forward to, this is actually my favourite line. I mean, i always love growing up. This is one of my favourite lineups for years. Um, Self-esteem, I will be checking out. Uh, she's she's enormous fun. First aid kit, I love. Uh, you cannot beat some uh, some... Uh, harmonies on a on a Sunday afternoon The thing I'm most looking forward to I've got to say Is the comet is coming Having spent 30 years Saying I hate jazz Mainly because I was brought up By a jazz drummer father um, I caught them at Glastonbury And was absolutely mesmerised um, And I would I, I would actually Want to see them every week Which as you know as I get older, I'm not a fan of live music because you can't sit down as much. You can't as say that here. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. This is how this is how this is this is how brilliant Green Man is. I make that pilgrimage every year for yeah. three days of live music because you can yeah. sit down at Green Man. Everyone brings a foldable chair. It's very civilized.
0: I like the fact that we're going to be kind of ushered in softly uh, into the festival on Thursday night. Care of a headline set from Spiritualized. And then, um, yeah, I mean, also, yeah, the, I'm very excited about seeing the Walkman, who I who, who recently reformed. And um, they're fantastic when I saw them for um, back in 2007, I think I saw them at Coco. And then uh, Obon JR, I think is going to be absolutely fantastic. I was obsessed with that track 10k that came out um oh is
6: years. that then 10k yeah oh that is
0: yes that's one of my all-time
6: well i mean so kind of it's so the yes. most
0: you actually literally feel like running 10k after you've heard it it's, yeah um, it's a
6: it's a very inspiring song it fills you full of pep and vim mm. doesn't it no no okay i'm gonna go and do that
0: yeah so that's uh saturday and then uh hori sandy never seen hori sandy before huge fan as uh both his solo work and his kind of hookups in massive attack um so that's going to be really, 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 excited about that. H4 Klein, I'd absolutely love the new album, and I've never been more excited about seeing him in action. And uh, um, Slow Dive, always great, such a great live band. I don't think, you know, they didn't really quite get the love that they deserved the first time around. And so I'm so glad that they're just so popular these days, and quite rightly so, they're sounding better than ever. It's amazing to me that
6: young people are into them because I remember, obviously, we were there for the first wave of Shoegaze mm. and like kind of finding out that young people are into them. I I think we might be some of the oldest people in the audience for that, which I find quite
0: interesting. One thing I noticed yesterday, someone uh, you know you can get different accessories for Crocs.
6: Yes, gibbets,
0: they're called. Gibbets. Well, now, now you can get little uh, Bluetooth speakers that attach to your Crocs. So you can literally shoe gaze whilst listening to shoe <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs>
6: would you get some kind of Doppler effect if you're running then? If you, you have one on each foot and you just sort of like it would phase in and out as you, as you, as you, as you, as your top yeah. speed. I think while
0: well, spiritualized would be very good for that. I can imagine,
6: uh, what's his face from my bloody Valentine getting absolutely obsessed with that. If Kevin Shields knows that you can stick a Bluetooth speaker on each of your Crocs. And, that's true. And Phase here. That's what the whole next that's album true. will be about.
0: And I noticed that the last dinner party playing. <gasps> c- c- oh, oh
2: yes, I forgot. I'm
0: Currently to- uh, rising, I think they might surely be bumped up the bill somewhere because there's so much exc- excitement around uh, their what the, what few songs they've already released so far that um, surely they so might. I, already- so
6: I want to know what this So I saw them at Glastonbury. They are amazing. So like their, their leads, I mean, they all look fantastic, but their lead singer is basically like a baby Kate Bush. Her face is, ex- she's got one of those faces that you know, if you were a photographer, you'd be hmm. so excited to photograph. She was basically wearing a nighty and a corset and she can't galloped around the stage on An Invisible Pony. Very sexy, completely nutty, absolutely incredible. But then their backstory is so, you're like, they must have been visited by a good witch at birth because they supported the Stones at Hyde Park and their first gig Courtney Love attended. Like kind of, yeah. they're, they're just the luckiest, I don't know, there's something... They just—they're just, they're obviously God's chosen band this year, and as as a, I think
0: that if you just see one photograph of them, they look like so amazing that I think you just want in on whatever's happening there.
6: Yeah, they are—they they are the kind of band I, I think they're going to be like in terms of uh, the fandom, like a sort of British Lana Del Rey vibe. In that their fans will dress up for them, they are going to be obsessed with them. They have a whole aesthetic that's just yeah. there straight away, and you are—it's a very—it's a—it's the very. Very British, very gothy, very extreme and
0: but it's got, it's got that single Sinner, which I can't start listening to, which has got like that kind of slight elastica vibes going on there as well. Yeah. Slightly more muso-y, elastica-y, which I don't I know doesn't sound great on paper, but it just absolutely ticks the boxes for and me.
6: There's one song that's like one of the biggest rock outs ever. Like I wanted to headbang for the first time. The last time I headbanged was when Nirvana played glass no reading '92, mm. and I climbed up onto some scaffs and I was wearing a hat at the time, so I tried to headbang whilst keeping a hat on. And the, the resulting tension it caused in my neck um, meant that I couldn't turn my head to the left or right for a week after that. But this is so warned by that pain. I've not headbanged since 1992, but they've got one song with a chorus so huge, I might have to venture a, a, an enthusiastic nod down the front neckwise to that.
0: Well, and if you're listening, uh, maybe we'll see you there. So, I um... got shouldn't we mention
6: our daughter's playing as well, or do we just pretend that's not happening?
0: I think, she, I think she, she won't want she'd us be to like, Mum, don't, she, yeah, don't yeah. say I'm playing.
6: And it's quite funny, isn't it? Having a, a, a child that's in a band. I quite like, again, we won't mention the fact that one of our children is in a band that's playing at the festival. At uh,
0: five o'clock on Friday.
6: Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what she'd want. She'd want us to obliquely mention that she exists, but right. not to talk about her totally. That, that I feel like we did good parenting there. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how you deal with a teenager, right?
0: Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, thank you for listening to these ramblings. We hope there was some conceivable use. And I feel uh,
6: they're a historical document. I think we, we covered huge amounts of history, context, but also tips for what's happening this year. I feel that that was a
0: fairly chunky okay. package. All right, well, see you there, um, and uh, have a great one. And Do you think I should put rinse aid in the dishwasher? We're probably do we? oh, up. Look, you know, when those those tablets say three in one, that surely means salt rinse aid and the the the, the actual. But
6: the same companies also sell separate rinse aids, so they what need their messaging. I okay, I'll go and read the packaging.
0: All right. Okay. The Later. Package, guys, bye. <laughs> well, we hope that wetted your whistle for Green Man twenty twenty three. Keep your ears open for more podcasts to delve into after the festival, and we'll see you in the fields very soon.